0: In this episode of the podcast, we're going to look at Marianne Bachmeier. She is a German lady in the city of Lubeck. The murders took place on March the 6th, 1981. She was arrested on the same day. She was born in 1950. The victim was Klaus Grabowski, who was 35 years old. She shot him and essentially this was a revenge Homicide. So I'll go through the details, and I want you to tell me if her actions were justified. So if you do end up liking this podcast, please subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, and if you're listening on Spotify, please hit follow. So Marianne became famous in Germany after she shot the alleged murderer of her daughter Anne Backmeyer in an act of vigilantism in the hall of the district court of Lubeck in 1981. Marianne Bachmeier grew up in Starsted, where her parents from East Prussia had fled to. Her father had been a member of the Waffen-SS, her parents separated and her mother remarried. At the age of 16, Marianne Bachmeier became a mother. She then became pregnant again at the age of 18 by her then-boyfriend. Shortly before the birth of her second daughter, she was assaulted and raped. Both of these children were given up for adoption shortly after their birth. In 1973, her third daughter Anna was born. She raised Anna herself. After the birth of Anna, Mary Ann was sterilised. Now on the 5th of May, 1980, Anna Backmeyer did not go to school to spite her mother. When trying to visit a friend her own age, Anna was abducted by Klaus Gobrowski a 35-year-old butcher. He is said to have held Anna for several hours at home and then strangled her with a pair of tights. According to the prosecutor, he had tied the girl tight, packed her into a box, which he then buried on the canal bank in a shallow grave. Klaus Gabrowski was a convicted sex offender and had previously been sentenced for the sexual abuse of two girls. During his detention, he was castrated in 1976 and two years later underwent hormone treatment. Once arrested, Gabrovsky stated that he did not intend to sexually abuse Anna. He said the girl had wanted to tell her mother that he had touched her inappropriately with the aim of extorting money from him. On the 6th of March 1981, the third day of the trial, Marianne Bachmeier smuggled a Beretta M1934 into the courtroom of Lubeck District Court and shot the alleged killer of her daughter, Anna. She shot Klaus in the back. She aimed the gun at Grabowski's back and pulled the trigger eight times. Seven of the shots hit and the 35-year-old defendant was killed instantly. This is probably the most well-known case of vigilante justice in the Federal Republic. It sparked extensive media coverage. Television crews from all over the world travelled to Lubeck to report on this case. A large part of the population showed understanding for her actions. She sold her life story for around 250,000 Deutschmarks in an exclusive to the news magazine Stern. Now, on November 2nd, 1982, Miriam Backmeyer was initially charged in court with murder. Later, the prosecution dropped the murder charge after 28 days of negotiations. Four months after the opening of proceedings, she was convicted on the 2nd of March, 1983, by the Circuit Court Chamber of the District Court Lubeck, for manslaughter and sentenced for unlawful possession of a firearm to six years in prison. After three years in prison, she was released from prison early as a suicide risk. Marianne Backmeyer married in 1985 and moved in 1988 to Lagos, Nigeria with her husband, a teacher. They lived in a German camp where her husband taught at a German school. They divorced in 1990 and she moved to Sicily. She was diagnosed there with cancer whereupon she returned to Germany. In 1994, 13 years after her act, she gave an interview on Germany radio. I think it's a very big difference if I kill a little girl because I'm afraid that I then have to go to prison for my life. And then also the how. So I stand behind the girl and strangle her which is taken literally from his statement. I heard something come out of her nose, I was fixated, then I could not stand the sight of her body any longer. This is her talking about the the guy she killed who murdered her daughter. On the 21st of September 1995, she appeared on the talk show Flage on the Das TV channel. She admitted that she had shot the alleged killer of her daughter after careful consideration to enforce the law on him and to prevent him from further spreading lies about Anna. On the 17th of September 1996, she died at the age of 46 years from pancreatic cancer in a hospital in Lubeck. It had actually been her desire to die in her adopted home of Palermo. Palermo is in Italy. Before her death, she asked the NDR reporter Lucas Maria Boma to accompany her with the movie camera in the last stages of her life. She is buried in the same grave as her daughter Anna in a graveyard in Lubeck. Now going back to Grabowski, the killer of her daughter, he was balding and he was a bearded former butcher. He had a long criminal record which included a lot of sex offences against young girls. I can understand why she acted the way her did. I I guess this is a case of, I guess you could say there's no justification, but if ever there was a case that was contextualised and fully understandable, it would be this. In 1973, going back to Grobovsky, he was put on a year's probation after trying to strangle a six-year-old girl. And that's another thing I've noticed, right? Whether it's in the 70s or whether today, sex offenders, what do they get? Five years? Six years? Max? Right? I mean, I know some get a 100 years because they have like 50 cases. But if you try and strangle a six-year-old girl and you only get one year's probation, then of course he's going to do it again. He does not feel accountable for his actions. During Mrs. Backmire's trial after she killed uh, Grabowski, her lawyers had argued that she was under severe emotional stress and was not responsible for her actions at the time. The prosecution against um, Mrs. Backmire did consider giving her like a longer sentence. I mean, her case suffered a serious setback in the December of that year when Gunter Kroger, the judge at Grabowski's trial, said he heard the woman express satisfaction after the shooting. So even though we can understand why she acted the way she did, the fact that she found satisfaction in it was grounds for them to put her in jail for longer. Which I think to myself, well of course she's going to find satisfaction that is largely the point of her acting the way she did. The satisfaction of getting the killer of her daughter is probably bigger than watching him go to jail. Mrs Backmire did say, I wanted to shoot him in the face." but I only got him in the back, I hope he's dead. Defence attorneys during this trial did argue that Mrs. Backmeyer had a troubled life and was mentally unstable. In a lengthy series of articles that appeared in West German media, Mrs. Backmeyer recounted how as a teenager, she has been kicked out of her home and raped at a disco. So my final conclusions on this case is, it's a tricky one. I fully, fully understand how she acted and I'm sure you did too. I don't blame her. I've always said, I don't think jail is a suitable punishment. If you look at other child abductors, like Yehuda Kletsky, who was a Yiddish boy in New York, who was abducted by another butcher. If you look at the likes of Jeffrey Epstein and that NASA guy, I forgot his name, but the guy with the um, American Olympics team, right, touching young girls. When you are put into jail, if you have a sickness like this, and you know, your punishment is one year, two years, three years, hypothetically, right? If it's just a one case, yeah? You're more than likely going to act out on your urges because you think, I can do two or three years, I'll come back out. The fact that you even have these urges means that jail time is nothing to you. Going to jail for two or three years is nothing to you. Jail, I don't think, is a suitable punishment for Mr. Grobovsky. I don't think death is, right? I think, I think, and I've said this before, that Marianne Bachmer in a perfect world, she should have the opportunity to question Klaus Grabrowski. Because she doesn't get any closure. She obviously wasn't perfect. She had a troubled life. She had kids that she gave up. She was unfortunately raped. She was just probably the wrong person at the wrong time in all the circumstances that she suffered. But when it came to her daughter... She did not deserve that. And she at least deserves the right to sit there with Klaus under safe conditions and ask him, why the fuck did you do this? I don't think he did this personal to her daughter. This could have been any daughter. And she mentioned one of the reasons why she killed him is so he doesn't do it to anyone else. But someone else to her is secondary. What's paramount is, how sick are you in the head to go after a young girl? So for her to have the opportunity to sit there and question him... Why would you do this? How would you do this? Why her? What's wrong with you? What was going through your head? How did she act? What did she say? Was she scared? Did she ask for me? Because even though he's dead, he would have gone to jail. And the judge would have got what he wanted. The prosecution would have got what they wanted. The police would have got what they wanted. And I guess you could argue that Mary Ann got what she wanted, which was his death. Or rather, rather, sorry, not his death... The satisfaction that she's the one that killed him. But this is a victim taking the law in their own hands. And my God, I'm not going to blame her. Maybe it is wrong what she did, sure. But I, I can fully understand her actions. And this is just another sad story where a young kid's life was ruined by some old man that nobody knew. And he obviously didn't know anybody. He must have been a loner. But Marianne was the one... I had to sit there every day and suffer the consequences. Thank you for listening.